This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found on Gadget Geek show number 482, recorded on March 4th, 2021. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home. News, reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the AverageGuy.tv studios here in beautiful Bellevue, Nebraska. Dwayne, not so lucky. I mean, we got a foot and a half of snow, but so did you guys just, <laughs> yeah. just a few weeks ago. Has the state recovered? Is it still in a state of emergency? How are you guys doing out there? Well, so, so get this. So I have uh, a developer that works... Think of it like I'm kind of like the lead program manager at Microsoft for the for um, the space I'm in, and then I have a lead developer that helps me as part of our feature team. He lives in Austin, and so in Austin, oh. Texas, of course. Oh, so and so um, between between the two of us, so compared to him, <laughs> my life was easy. Yeah. But but I did. Um, yeah, we got a foot and a half of snow. Things are things are fine. It's it, because we unlike texas we, we get snow so we have the right equipment it just takes us longer than places that normally get snow to get all the roads done it's not like georgia where right. i came from right. three inches would shut you down for a week and a half here it shut us down for about three days before they got the the um what i call the neighborhood roads where they were passable yeah. mm-hmm. um and then you know i have a, a jeep four by four uh wrangler unlimited so th- I, I could pretty much go out and have fun uh, if I wanted to. So it wasn't so bad for me. Uh, my neighbors that are on up the up the hill and down the other hill, they definitely had some challenges. Yeah. But well, our friends fine. in our friends in Texas definitely were challenged. If they're a listener and you're in Texas, I'm sorry. And yeah. uh, hopefully by now you are recovered and uh, and, and back at it. Uh, so hopefully things are getting back to normal. Dwayne, good to see you. Of course, we'll. Post a show with show notes, a few show notes. Dwayne's got a few that we'll pull over out at theaverageguy.tv. Dwayne, I was thinking back to 2000, uh, late 2018, we had you on the show talking about crypto. That kicked off that show. I think it was, I think it was maybe mm-hmm. October, November. That show kind of kicked off a, a crypto craze here on Home Gadget Geeks that has kind of lasted. We've gone, we've gone from highs to lows we haven't talked to you in a year so like we've seen the best crypto run-up i sure hope were you were you engaged in this this run-up of a sort did it was it good to you uh, i'm checking right now jim uh, <laughs> because you said that and i was like i need to open up some coinbase have you not looked in a while oh okay um <laughs> well so Yes and no. Yes and no. So I, of course, I heard the news that it was going skyrocketing again. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know the last time we talked, but when I, because it's been a while. January 2020 is the last time we talked. It was at all time low then. Yeah. So if you recall, I think if you go back to that, we talked about this, that I said Mm -hmm. that it gets cold in my office. And so what I decided I was doing back then is that I was running the miners to produce the heat 
to heat my office so that I didn't run a space heater. Yeah. Because who, what's the point running a space heater that doesn't do any, all that is costing you money. So I, I ended up running my miners and I was making a decent amount of Bitcoin. I like, I remember I had those racks. I had like two of them mm-hmm. and, and they're upstairs. I actually thought about it when all this was going on. I had a friend of mine call me and in the move, I got rid of my monitor that I was using for, for the uh, mining rig. And so my only problem and why I didn't set it up and do this because it was in my attic and I actually have power in my attic where I could plug them and it's like freezing cold up there. So I, I was thinking I should hook them up and just let them run in my attic because w- what I wouldn't pay for cooling. <laughs> so, right, right. so I thought about doing it. I didn't do it. But what I will say is that I was doing that back when we talked last. And so I generated a good amount of Bitcoin uh, and I never saw the only time I ever sold Bitcoin was when I bought the Tesla and I, and I used it to help pay for the down for part of the down payment. And so then I left it sitting and I haven't touched it or looked at it other than I ran those miners and I went into like nice hash and, and everything. And I made sure that the money was transferred into bit into Coinbase. And so, so I would say based upon my evaluation of looking at my phone and looking at my Coinbase account, it has been very nice to Dwayne. <laughs> isn't, isn't that a great surprise? I, I did nothing, I know. and it was nice. I but know. the issue is, is that now if I were to do anything, I would have to file it on my taxes. But I, I just did my taxes, and that that was fun. Yeah. So it's a little and, bit of a pain. It's a little bit of a pain for those that are doing it. Well, we we've been encouraging folks if you want to if you want to because a lot of folks have been interested in this, right? Join us over on Coinbase. I'm sure you're using Coinbase. And uh, if you head out to the averageguy.tv slash Coinbase uh, in you uh, in you, your first trade of $100 or more, you get 10, I get 10. It's not a bad way to do it. A little referral there if you want to try it out. I'm not a big fan of you. Like, I, I want you to know what you're doing before you just go in there. There's been a lot of weird and craziness in this trading market. I don't want you doing that. But if you want to jump in there and uh, and get to know some things and trade a little bit, you can even pick up some free crypto with some some video training that's out there. Head out to theaverageguy.tv slash Coinbase and get that done. Big thanks to our Patreon subscribers as well. And Dwayne, you're one of those. So thanks for doing that on Patreon. You can join us at theaverageguy.tv slash Patreon. Um, this week, um, uh, Eric talked me into also putting the podcast on Supercast. So like if you're anti-Patreon for a reason, but you still want to get, you still want to support the channel. If you go to theaverageguy.tv slash Supercast. So maybe you've been waiting for this moment. Like, I hate Patreon. I'll never do Patreon. Well, okay. We have Supercast for you. The average guy.tv slash Supercast. You can subscribe over there and get the audio uh, download if you want to do it that way. I haven't put video out there yet. And uh, if you want to do it that way, you can do it as well. The average guy.tv slash Supercast. Um, Dwayne, we are going to do a, I'll have to have you back. We're going to do a kind of a Tesla or let's say EV. Uh, roundtable show here coming up maybe in the next month or two now that I've got the down payment. You really can't call it that. But the down payment on the truck, okay, I got to start talking about it a little more often. So if I invited you back for a roundtable, would you show up for that? Do do I have beer? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you'll be there. If if others who are listening want to join us for that, if you have if you have an EV or you have a Tesla and you want to join us, I know Ed said yes to that. Um, already, uh, I have, I've had a couple of you, uh, jump in and I think Peter jumped in and said, yes, 
Dwayne says yes. We're going to put a little roundtable. We might even do a couple roundtables if we get enough uh, uh, folks to do that. Send me an email, jim at theaverageguy.tv, and we will get you set up uh, for that, and we'll figure out a time to get it done. And, of course, uh, appreciate your feedback um, on that as well. Dwayne, it's been kind of fun to um, kind of talk Tesla over the last, you know, last couple of weeks. I've been thinking about it. Last week on the show or maybe after the show, I think. I put the hundred dollars down on on the truck, getting ready. You've you've had great luck with your Tesla, so why yeah. not? Right, right. Why not? Yeah, I mean the the interest like there's a couple of things. The headlights I've had replaced three times because of the eyebrows that that go out, but they've always come to my house and they take care of that, so that's not a problem. Uh, you have to bottle open it. <laughs> my, my wife's bringing me a beer. Oh, but, nice. Because she's oh. super sweet and super nice, and she, I had forgotten it, so I'm gonna do a Modelo Negra. I like it. Because like you it. you brought up you brought up me coming on, and I said I had to have beer, and then it you occurred do. to me I, I forgot <laughs> to get something to drink. Wow! So she's pretty... super nice. Is she getting so, an opener for you too? Yes, she's. Huh? Oh, here, look, oh, man. Tell her I said beer thank assistant. You. Look yes. at that. Tell her I yes. said thank you. It's not often. Sarah used to do that for me, but now we've been married 32 years, and she's like, get your own damn beer. So, oh well, that would be the normal if it wasn't for the fact that she knew I was on here with with, oh, with you guys. So, all so of you listeners and everyone, thank you for allowing me to actually ask my wife my wife to get a beer, and she did it for me because she's she loves you guys too. So, um, well, we we appreciate before you well, as you're getting that beer open, Jim Shoemaker says uh, he doesn't have a Tesla, but might be good to include plug-in hybrid owners too. If you don't get enough. So Jim, send me an email, Jim at the average guy.tv. And uh, we'll get you on the list. If you want to come in, we just kind of want to talk the, the gamut. Well, of them. So and the funny them. thing is I actually owned a volt, so I can hmm. kind of speak to the yeah. volt and plug-in hybrid thing and the difference between that and an electric. Um, and I think, I think a lot. So Jim, here's the thing I will tell you. And I, we talked about the gas thing a little bit. I think the other thing you, you should really think about is the fact of um, there's a couple of key points and we'll, we can go into that more in the, when you want to do that. Um, one is the complete lack of having to do any maintenance, zero maintenance. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. I don't even think I've had to replace the windshield wipers. So there's that piece of it. And then the other side of it is, is the fact that you just, the, you know how you have an i? Do you have an iPhone? I do. Okay, so do you know how an iPhone? You have an old iPhone, and it just keeps getting updates. Mm-hmm. Keeps doing. That's that's a Tesla. Mm-hmm. So you don't actually feel like you have an old car, right. and and they don't really change the look of it. I, I tell people that Porsche is really good at this. They don't change the look of a 911 drastically from year to year to year because of the fact that they don't want to make their old cars look. Uh, look old and mm-hmm. less desirable. So it keeps their value up. I don't really think of Tesla as a good value play. I think it's more of along the lines of if you'll keep it, um, you'll you'll see that you make your money in a different spot. It has yeah. a depreciation, a pretty high depreciation, but the result is um, there's less cost associated with once you own it. All right. But anyway, so yeah, well, that'd be a great conversation. Because hold that, because I don't want you to give it all away. We want to have you back on the show so that you can we yes. can talk a little bit about it. If you're interested in joining us for that, send me an email, Jim at the average guy.tv. 
Um, Dwayne, since we talked to you last, it was a year ago. It was, it was January like 18th, 2020. I can't like the world has changed in the year and some change. Like, I mean, how drastic, give us a quick, and when I say quick in a, in a, you know, Dwayne Robinson way, give us a just quick update on you. Like, uh, give us what, what is, what's kept you busy over the last year? How's work? You know, we know you got a big, important job there at Microsoft. How's, how's that going? You don't have to give us any details, but just how's it going? Give us a quick update. Um, okay. Since you and I have talked, uh, last, uh, my office looks different because it's different. It's a different house. So I sold a house, bought a new house, had to completely renovate the house that I bought because I wanted the neighborhood. Um, so ended up in a hotel for a month, caught COVID while I was in the hotel, (laughs) Then came back to the house. So sorry. Ended up with oh my, gosh. my with like my electrical panel catching on fire. Uh, had my entire pool stuff that was part of the pool. It just went completely out, uh, and I had to replace that. My wife was like, "Oh my god, you got to get off that conference call because the the water filter for the pool is just spraying all over the side of the house." And so it was just constant uh, stuff with that um going on and then of course we've had the snow recently that this this is destroying stuff for me so um in general i would say that that side of it has been crazy and of course to make it even worse we decided we would go pick up a puppy right as soon as we did all this why wouldn't you and yeah why not let's continue the punishment (laughs) and then um and then you kind of run into from work side it's been it's been interesting because uh, when I met with you guys before, we talked about AI, like that yeah. whole right. That I think that whole yeah. show was was a bunch of that. Yeah, yeah, and I I put something in our topics toward the end, where yeah. like in the bonus yeah. time yep. that we should that I can kind of give more of an update on that. But to give yeah. you an idea, of the difference is if you recall at that time I was triple diamond medallion on delta and to their 360 where they pick you up with a porsche and take you from plane to plane like it because i flew so much to i have not been on a plane since february of last year at all and so that that all went down oh and and i had the company that i had that rv that i had bought they they determined it was a lemon made me a new one and gave me a brand new one that i had to go to florida and get (laughs) so so it's like uh, so i've been dealing with lemons on on rvs and everything and and then when on the work side like i said on the work it what with it changing like this i've actually become more engaged in product development and less engaged in having to go out to customer sites and deal with things so now i actually own uh, a, a whole piece of a product at microsoft where before I was part of a product group, but I was more of an influencer into it. But now I actually am like a program manager that does on something where people will be using the stuff that I'm working on more so than just indirectly. I directly work on it. So it's kind of kind of cool. Yeah. Well, but, I'm just glad you made it. <laughs> if, if you, <laughs> I'm glad everybody made it. I'm glad. <laughs> no, I really, I really am. It's It's been that kind of year, you know. Um, if yeah. you want to go back to Dwayne's previous episode, go to the average guy.tv slash HGG for home gadget geeks four, three, one, we'll get you what there. You? And, um, 
what I get that right. Talk about four three one. Oh my yeah. god. We talked about the wireless mesh system that I put mm. in my house when I got the Eros. I've actually moved to the Wi-Fi 6 version of that. That's crazy. Well, so, and I think we talked a bunch of travel gadgets as well, but before the show before that, 424, so we had you on to talk this stuff. We ended up getting into all the stuff you were working on in 424. Spent the whole show oh, yeah. talking about that. And then I had you back on 431 to uh to kind of catch up on travel gadgets and some of those you know some of those kinds of things what do you Dwayne let me ask you this I mean when we think about travel what do you what do you miss you're a guy who traveled a lot what do you miss the most and what do you don't miss the most about about not traveling like what can't you wait to get back to and then what are some things you're like oh man it's been so great not having this what are those two things for you that you think so I think Okay, so let's start with the things I miss. The things I miss are I feel like I don't get anywhere near as much exercise because I was walking airports and walking miles and miles and miles every single week, including when I would get to customer sites or go to the office. It was just meeting after meeting all over campus. Like it it was just a ton of moving around. And I feel like I'm stationary and I don't get to move around as much. And that's a bit of a problem for me. And then the other thing is I really miss getting, like, I really enjoy working with people, Mm -hmm. like, like going out and meeting people and, and understanding kind of what their challenges are. Even my own team, uh, I would much rather us go sit in a conference room and get a whiteboard and work things through uh, and a lot of times I actually think that would be more helpful to get things done. Uh, so it's much harder to do, to keep a collaborative type of thing. Like the issue is a lot of people, when you're working from home, you think like, oh, well, I need to book a meeting. And and in real work, you would just go grab a conference room and you'd be drawn on the whiteboard. You're actually working together. But now people associate a conference call to a meeting and you really want it to be collaborative. You don't want it. And so now we're starting to see, especially inside of Microsoft, we're starting to see people understand that, Hey, it's okay to hit the call button, talk to somebody and collaborate. And we do a lot of video. Mm -hmm. So, so I think the good parts though, are the fact that, you know, I'm able to go to all my kids stuff. Like I can go to my daughter's, cheer stuff and and everything like scheduling this with you it was like no big deal let's pick a day and yeah and i could just do it because you can recall like you and i actually had one episode where i did it in the office at Mm -hmm. in redmond Mm -hmm. and and scheduling that can be difficult and i don't have to worry like the the only reason that i wore an apple watch like this apple watch which is a a two right? I have no reason to upgrade to anything else because the only thing this thing did that I wanted was it would make sure that I knew what time it was in the time zone where I was so I wouldn't miss flights. That was literally the only reason I cared. <laughs> um, so so again, it's I, I think there's good and bad to it. Um, what I will tell you is that I since then, Microsoft passed a policy where Anyone in a product group can live anywhere in the continental U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do not have to even get really an approval. You just work it out with your manager. And so there's a lot of people moving into virtual offices. And I don't think we're going to go back to a lot of having to be in the office because we've been able to make it productive in this way. Yeah. Um, 
The other thing is I don't anticipate my travel will go anywhere near to what it was before. Um, in general, um, the world has figured out how to do conference calls and have become more accepting of it. But I can't say it has been a ride right. to see teams and the involve the evolution of teams from the day we last talked to today is insane. Yeah. What all is in that thing? Uh, and I think a year ago, if we would ask the audience who's using Teams, it would have been almost nobody. Mm -hmm. A few, whereas in the enterprise, we were just starting to adopt it at Gallup, where I work. And and I maybe we'd had it in maybe a couple months in, before this all hit. Um, to today, it's it's the word ubiquitous. It's it's everywhere. Yeah. It's 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 you know, and and it's people are and it's getting there. You you know, Microsoft continues to add more and more functionality to it. One of the differences I've seen, and Christian and I, Christian Johnson used to um, used to do this all the time. We would just open a call and we'd work together with the call open, but not really even saying anything. We'd be working on a project together. You could hear him clickety clack. You could hear me clickety clack. And then every once in a while, he'd be like, oh, okay, can you do this for me? <laughs> and then he would, we'd talk it through and I'd get it done or whatever. And then I'd say, okay, I'm that's done. Let me commit it over here for you. Okay, it's ready. And it was really true what you're what you're saying true collaboration which i think is really really powerful when you have teams separated i think you just you made a statement that made me think of this we thought all what it was it was just moving meetings to online where i think we haven't quite gotten to the point where like you're saying true collaboration has happened where it's just okay to call somebody and work through problems in real time. I, I just did one of those this morning with, yep. they wanted some website updates on some stuff and, and it was in WordPress and I know how to do that. So I was helping. We're on the phone for like 45 minutes. It was not a meeting. <laughs> they were telling me what to do. I was committing it and say, okay, does this look right? Oh, yeah. That's like, that's actually more effective this way like, than it was in person. To give you an idea, I, I will go for two to three days and not read email. Because if people want to talk to me, they don't email me. Mm. That's like a documentation thing. Like yeah. write a word doc. No, no, God, no, please don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah. I, I, we jump on like, uh, I aming and going back and forth and it's like, Hey, let me call you. And then, okay. Yeah. And then boom, you're in. Yeah. So I, that's kind of nice. Um, I would tell you though, the danger and where we've seen a lot of problems is it makes it where people work more yeah. and they don't, yeah. they don't disengage. And so we're having to do things like, um, like one of the things we just did, and I think it was a wise decision from our leadership is uh, we incorporated times in the day that you're not allowed to schedule meetings. You're not allowed to schedule anything in our team uh, on certain hours and days, because that is, we need some time to focus. Focus time becomes a little harder to get now that you're just at someone's fingertips. And then the other thing is that I've incorporated, I block out uh, out of the office time on my calendars. So people know, don't even try, like, because they will just do it. And because it's too easy. Mm -hmm. And, and so I think those type of things are a little difficult. You almost have to figure out what's your limit and where you want to say no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and I feel like that's going to be a, a huge challenge, um, not tech wise, but like just in general for people to understand how to, how human to wise. change. Yeah. It's a human like, problem. Yeah. yeah. It's it, right. 
Sound Isn't that what they say? The most uh, the most costly part of any solution is the human yeah. uh, change management, right? The human interface that's associated with it. Like it, yeah. it, that's that's always the problem. And so, listen, I I've had the year I've had the best, most productive year of my career this year. Well, twenty twenty, and it's bled over into twenty twenty one. I wouldn't take it back for anything. Like I, people are like. Um, you've said to me, you know, oh, you know, what a crazy year, you know, I wish we could forget about it. And I'm like, forget about it. It was the best, best year of my career. And, and, and not saying best in this, in the terms of the human cost from, from the virus, not from the turmoil and the riots that existed, not from the sense of, of the, the, the turmoil that we had as a country here in the United States with our own government. But for me personally, and the things that I do, and from a career standpoint, it was a banner year. And so I, you know, I look at these kinds of things. I, I, I struggle with you in the sense that I got to move around more. <laughs> like I don't, I'm not moving around. My watch is telling me all the time, like, dude, get out of the chair, like move around a little bit. Today has been a thin day. I worked right up until two o'clock and then I had to go pick up Sammy at Northwest. So drove up there four hours straight up, straight back. Came in, yep. sat down, had dinner with the family, uh, which, by the way, we're doing dinner together six or seven nights a week. That never happened before. Like, uh, I didn't think about that. We do too now. Yeah. Totally transformed dinner. Like, I am cooking way better than I used to. Well, I used to never cook. And now I'm cooking all the time, right? Because I, I, was, I was home. I'm like, I'll just start. My wife had to still go in, right? So I was like, well, I'll just get dinner started. And that turned into, I'll just do dinner. <laughs> you know, I'll just... And, and I really like it. Right. So I think there's been some really positive for those. Listen, it's affected everybody different. We've had our, our healthcare workers. I think of Tony Rayner who is out there going in, pulling ridiculous shifts for this kind of thing. So it's been, it's been crazy, but, but, uh, good to Dwayne, good to see you. And I'm glad you made that through, <laughs> through the, <laughs> the whole thing. And, and, um, and that you're, you know, you're still upright. Uh, in the midst of a fire and collapsed roof and a pool nearly exploding and COVID <laughs> and all those other things that you've had to deal with. Uh, and the puppy. Just, yeah. We're just glad. Right. And the puppy. Yeah. The puppy this is way. minor. Yeah, this way. That way. There you go. <laughs> right <Minor> there. <laughs> to all the things. Yeah. Well, um, uh, thanks for that, for catching up with us. Let's yep. dig into some tech. Uh, you've got sure. that, like, catch us up. What are you using? You mentioned the watch, and I was a little surprised. You're still using a Gen 2 on the wrist there, Dwayne. I'm just surprised. I don't, you don't have to justify it. You don't have to justify it. I don't want but to spend any money on it. What, what <laughs> it are tells you? me what time it is in the right time zone. No, right on. Right on. <laughs> That's all you needed to do. It's only been one time zone for the last year, which is which is pretty great. What are you yeah. um what are you using from a from a, a laptop or a main driver what, what what kind of gear are you using there in the office Yeah so what I've, what I okay so in my new role and where I've been doing I have to test things on multiple machine types so so to this side of me is a Mac a 16 inch MacBook Pro uh i9 uh so the the new one that they fixed the keyboard craziness. And so, and, and sadly, the funny thing is that's the Microsoft provided asset. Uh, and so, uh, and th- I can show you exactly how far Microsoft has changed since the days I started 16 years yeah, ago. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I have that connected to a docking station. 
and then I have uh, a, one of those ultra wide uh, Dell monitors that was originally on it. So, so if you ever see me shift in the video, like over here, that means I'm on Mac, but then I come back over here and I'm on PC, which is my main workstation. Um, and I got tired of not having a way, like when I was traveling a lot, I used to, I, I like to do gaming. So what I decided is I was going to buy, and I think this was back around the time that we talked, I made an investment and I got a razor blade 15 advanced and with the, like the 300 Hertz refresh rate on the screen and a, uh, an RTX 2070 max and, and all that. And I upgraded it to 32 gigs of Ram and a two terabyte SSD. And so that one right there is as close as you can get to what I have these days, because mine, I was able to get the mercury silver, which looks kind of like a, uh, like a silver white color. So my keyboard's white. Um, so I have that and I have it connected to that razor core thing. So like if you're in the product section, you can look and it's like this doc. It's basically a USB C uh, Thunderbolt connected graphics enclosure. So when I have it plugged in at my desk, it's connected over to that. So, and I have a GTX uh, 1080 and super in there so that I can basically upgrade the graphics card on my, on my device and run off of that whenever I'm not. And then I bought a 49 inch ultra wide uh, monitor that I use between the two. And this actually works out really well. I didn't plan this, uh, but the computer screen on the laptop is a 1080p screen. If I, if you're working from home and you have this ultra wide monitor and you want to share your screen with somebody to do a presentation, it's so nice to have a 1080p screen that you know you're not gonna have resolution problems with people when you do presentations. So I just drag it over there and only share that monitor. And because if I shared this 49 inch to you guys, it would make it look like it's a like a little needle. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, we talked about Teams earlier. It is one of the areas our version of Teams still continues to struggle because I have a I have a 40 something inch or 38 inch yep. ultra wide. And when you split those among two and then you try to share just one of those, it's still, it's just really struggle. Zoom, of course, will do that. No problem. But Teams, at least our version of it, still continues to struggle. So, yeah, you're right. When you get those ultra wides, then you try and split them up. You try and share them. Because, listen, I, I wish I had a dollar for every time I said, let me just share you my, let me just share my screen. Like, that has become such an effective way of working and collaborating, of just sharing screens. I remember, you know, a couple of years ago, that seemed to be just something you did in a meeting when you were showing a presentation. Now I can't tell you, like someone's struggling with something. I'm like, share your screen with me. Just share, turn it on right yeah. now, right? Or yeah. let me let me show you. I'm just going to turn on my screen. And that's just well, not a, it's not, an, it's not unusual anymore. So, it, and it's funny because, okay, so I told you I had that laptop. Well, my wife, her surface laptop uh, started having drive issues and that, and that her company gave her and they her she was for a smaller company that does, she's an SAP developer and she was complaining. She wanted faster. She wanted all this. And so she went out and she bought the one that is the mercury color. It's got the, the OLED 4k screen, but it's the base model. And that thing is a steal of a computer because it's completely upgradable and everything. And the screen on that thing is insane. Now it's 60 Hertz. So if you're not, if you're a gamer, it's not, it's not for you. Right. So you don't want to do that. 
Um, however, that thing, like she will power up a, she had three monitors and she went and kept a 1080p screen so that she could do the same thing. So I think there's going to be this trend of, I have to have a monitor in my array. If you have a home office like this, the ultra wides are really like, I cannot express how important it is. If you work from home, I know they're expensive. The one I have is this uh, Agon one, and it is like 144 hertz, and it has they do advanced replacement if there's a pixel dead on it for three years and everything. It's it's not too expensive. It's like about eight to nine hundred dollars. But I mean, we're talking it's it's like you can't even I can't even. It's about as wide as the TV behind me, but not that Mm -hmm. tall. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, you end up where you like I'm running the video in the center and I've got chats over here and I got notes over here. And then I got a thing where I can present over there. And so all of that is really super. If you're into home productivity and home offices and stuff, I really suggest that you think about that make sure you have a monitor that is easily shared. And if you've got a 4k monitor, sharing that with somebody who can't see that is really, it it hurts your productivity. So I think this is going to be one of those, um, situations where you do that now you don't need a 49 i would just tell you these ultra wides are the way to go though my wife has one i have one and i i don't think i could ever go back i think i have a 38 and it's great at dell it was probably 700 bucks um just i've got the same let's see if i can do this here i've got well i've got a similar setup here when it's the ultra wide is down here and the 1080p monitor is up here. let's see if i can do this and and you can um, see how big this monitor is, and then there's the computer. So that's the Mercury one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So well, it's it all. Just, you're right. I never thought about having that. Whoops. <laughs> I never thought about having that 1080p monitor just as a sharing monitor. But I do it. I use it all the time. That's it's funny because yeah. I I get wonky results on Teams off the widescreen. So the ultra wide. So I just move it up. You know, it's right above it. I just I, I take the window, drag it up, and just share that one. And yep. it works really well. I'm like you too. I have a, a laptop that drives the, we actually go through it. It's a Lenovo and I have a Lenovo um, a docking station. That's got two, two H, uh, HDMIs that come out the back that could drive more. It could, well, it drives both of them for me, which is great. And it's super productive. I'm having a hard time. Like they're at, they're wanting us to come back into work and I've got a little, you know, at work. Well, this was my work monitor. I don't want to take it back yet because it's so helpful at home. So I go I, in and I use a laptop and a little, you know, a 24 inch monitor at work. And I'm like, this is almost unworkable. I mean, I need, oh, more, I know. It drives me nuts. <laughs> I, I need more real estate. I need bigger fonts, you know? Yeah. I need, yeah. yeah I, I literally have to go find a second monitor whenever I go travel with my laptop at the office. So it's, it's one of those things that I think it's just, once you get used to it, you can't go back. No. And, and once no. you get used to going with an ultra wide where you can go 50, 50 and have stuff. And then when you go for the difference I saw when I went to 49 is I can go three things um, in a usable way. Um, but the snapping pieces of that, um, I learned some new, there's some windows snap tricks that you can learn. Uh, I don't, if you want a, f- a fun one, boys and girls, here's your little trick. If you end up with an, like a big monitor or something that's wide and you do, you want to do something other than snap left, snap right, or the corners or the top or the bottom or type of things. What, what you can do is if you take a window and you make it smaller, like the width that you want, 
and then you grab the, the top of the window and you drag the window all the way to the top of the screen, right? And when I say that, not the whole window, the sizing. Like when you have the two arrows, if you take the two arrows and you drag it straight up to the top, it will make it that width all the way down. And it and so it's a interesting little snap feature that you figure out, and it's uh it's a pretty it's a pretty good thing. So I think you know from a PC perspective, that's kind of where I landed. And it's weird that I didn't buy another PC because I you know I have that little on the side business I have a a DJing thing that I do where I help out nonprofit organizations and schools and churches and things like this, and I I run. DJ equipment and things like this for them. And, and I, I get paid sometimes for it, but then I, I try to donate back uh, if I can. I, the only time I ever really charge anything is going to be whenever, um, whenever I have a situation where I might need to get some equipment to help. So it's, it's more of a, a thing to do that. So a lot of this stuff I can just write off, right? So um, so when people are looking at all this tech and stuff that I, I work with, a lot of it I have to have to drive lasers and lighting equipment and music and things like that, as well as the work stuff. Um, so it's it's kind of nice. Now I will say that this year with COVID, I, I can't I can't do anything with it. So mm-hmm. <laughs> so I didn't do anything. But it's nice that I have a laptop that's so powerful. That I know that it will last like several years because I'm running that i7, but I'm not running that old that other i7 like the low voltage one. I'm running the one that's got like eight cores and stuff on it. So I don't really lack for power, and I feel that that has been a good decision uh, for productivity and for gaming, which is kind of what we were going to talk about. Um, the interesting thing is the console, Jim. So console, I'm a little weird because I work for Microsoft. I have an Xbox One Series X. My son does. I got he's got one, and my wife and my daughter has the Series S. So we have both of those consoles. And then behind me, I, I don't know if you can kind of see the little white light right about there. That's actually the Scorpio Edition, Project Scorpio Edition, uh, series that. Xbox One X, not the Series X, but the X. And it died on me this year in the move. The hard drive went out. And so what I did is I went and I took it and I went online and I just went to YouTube. You you can find it. There's a thousand of YouTube videos on this. And what I did is I bought an SSD for it instead of a regular hard drive. And I reloaded the thing with an SSD. And I also have a and because I added more storage, I basically put all my games on it and I take that thing and I move it uh, and with me. So whenever I'm going to go to, let's say we're going to go to a timeshare for a week, I'll take it so that my son can play and I load up all the games on the thing. So it's loaded up and I also take it and stick it in the RV and you can sit outside my RV because you know, they're, the wireless controllers work through walls. Mm-hmm. So you can be sitting outside my RV with a TV while we're at the, at a racetrack and I, I was at road Atlanta this year for Petit Lamont in our RV and I'm sitting driving the racetrack of uh, road Atlanta while the cars are going around and everybody's just laughing. They're like, this is hilarious. Right. So, so being able to do that has been an interesting thing. I, I would say, you know, is the Xbox upgrades worth the money? Um, if you need a new Xbox, 
um, because you can still play all the games. They haven't really made a difference. It's and I, the TV behind me can't do 4K, so I don't really care. Um, the only one place I really care will be in my upstairs, but it does 4K, but it won't do high frame rate. And so if you don't really have the ability to do that, I, I think my recommendation would be go find a 1X. You could even find one that the drives have gone bad in. Pick that thing up, drop yourself in a two terabyte SSD. That's as big as you can go, by the way. And then basically go through the process. 200 for that two two terabyte probably, right? Yeah, something like that. Um, It wasn't very expensive. SSD? It's SATA? SATA connection, regular SSD? Yeah, it's a regular SATA SSD. How do you get the operating system back on there? So there's a process where you can go download it. And then uh, you have to go through a little process to make it go and recover it. Like if you've ever taken a, a an Xbox, if you've ever went into recovery mode on one, it'll say that you can restore it from a thumb drive. Got and that's it. basically the way it does it. Okay. The BIOS on the thing boots it, and then you Got put it. the thumb drive in. Got and it. you can go download online the, the proper thing. It's just there's a few tricks that you have to put in to make sure that it knows how big the drive is. So it partition, there's like little tools to partition the drive. So if you're gonna do it, um, you're gonna need one of those little USB carriers that you can get on Amazon for like five bucks or 10 bucks uh, to put the SSD in to get it formatted right and get everything ready. And then you'll have to have a USB a drive. Just a little USB yeah. dock, right? That the yeah, SSD you don't have one. Can, you need yeah, they're, one. They're, they're 12 or $13. Yeah, you can, they're not very expensive. Yeah, matter of fact, there's even somewhere you can just get a cable and it makes a USB Probably. and yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, nothing major. It's good to have. It's always good to have one of those little docks, though, right? If you're going to be doing some of this stuff, I have used those. I've got a four, I have a four bay dock, I have a two bay dock, and I have a one bay dock, and they just come mm. in handy from time to time. You know, you never know. You, so you know, you you mentioned playing the Xbox. Uh, ours, I moved ours to the living room so Sarah could use it for the Blu-ray, uh, yep. but I can stream it. <laughs> I can fire up the Xbox app back here with the controller pointed this way. It's behind me and it's in the other room behind me and I can yep. do things on it while it's streaming to here. It's super cool. Like yep. it doesn't, I, you know, it, 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 uh, you don't have to have line of sight. Doesn't, you don't even need to be that close to it. It was weird. The first time I brought it back here and I could hear, I could hear the navigation, you know, that when you're navigating through, Oh can, yeah. I could hear those on the TV behind me, but it was doing it. It was doing it right here. Some games, not that that won't work for all games, but it was pretty cool uh, to be able to to play it or to to manage it remotely. Yeah, no, that's uh, it's it's pretty crazy uh, because you know the console stuff is kind of evolving anyway, and so I think we're going to see some very interesting aspects of it. I think the difference, uh, really, what you're seeing the difference becoming is that. Like, how many frames per second do you want and how clear do you want? It's like, it's like playing PC gaming. And I actually like that it's going there because PC gaming it, to me, I actually prefer it to console gaming. Um, but I prefer it because I like to be able to invest in some hardware and get a better experience in the same game. But it doesn't mean that I want to prohibit somebody else from being able to play the game because they can't afford the nicer hardware. Right. It just means that their resolution will be slightly less or their frames per second. And then there's games that don't matter for that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so it just depends. Like, I I really like Civilization. It's like uh, my wife hates Civilization because of the fact that it makes me go away for like three days uh, to play one game. Um, But the 
the thing is I like that. And I got into Tropico six lately, um, which is kind of fun. If you haven't played that game, it's, uh, these are older games, but they're, but if you've got like a really cool graphics card and stuff, the graphics difference in it is so much, it makes an old game feel new. And I, I just think that's kind of cool. And I think that's where the Xboxes are sort of going, but you kind of have to have a TV to handle it. So if you don't have the right pairing, then I, I think you could probably save yourself a few bucks um, the SSD did seem to improve performance and game loads um, as yeah, well. Wouldn't it? What was so, in there before? What'd you pull out? Oh, it's a, um, I think it's, I think I have it right here uh, next to me in this drawer. I think it why, was this drive. You? <laughs> so oh. it's like a Seagate Momentous Thin drive. Wow. So that's funny that I can just be like, oh, I think it's right here. <laughs> well, it's, uh, just, it's that's it. Those small spinners are not very. Yeah, uh, it's 5,400 RPM yeah. drives. And it, yeah, you'd get a lot of improvement. Yeah. So, well, not only that, you also think about it, I'm putting in an RV now. And if it's bumping up and down, right, I don't right. have to worry about it. So I think in general, you know, that was, the, you know, it was kind of a cool experience. The fact that it broke and then I was able to fix it. Um, but the thing that made it really neat was the fact that, you know, that I kind of ma- made the longevity of it better. And I felt like I sort of improved it. Now I will tell you something that will f- freak you out, Jim. You want to, you want to go old school? Yes. You want to go it. old school do it. home gadget geeks, three fifty four. Okay. That was a while ago. Make, make your notes, boys and girls, home gadget geeks, three fifty four. Jim, when, was Home Gadget Geeks 354. Can you find the date it, on that sucker? Yeah, well, you keep talking and I'll find the yeah, date. Yeah, so what this episode is about is creating the retro pie. When I got a Raspberry Pi and I started making a gaming system out of that. Jim, do you know where that is? That's May 5th, uh, 2018 is where the, the date on that. And this is how good Home Gadget Geeks is when I'm on is that it it pays dividends for years because if I reach into this bag, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that there is the Raspberry Pi. And you know why it's in my bag? Because when I, go to the, when I go to the hotels, I throw my Xbox controller into my bag and I play Mike Tyson's Punch-Out and Mario Brothers. And I took it to, uh, we went to Florida in one of our timeshares this year. And my kids were all like, playing Mario brothers and we were all laughing at how bad my kids are that can hit every single button for call of duty and Fortnite and everything, but they couldn't handle Mario brothers, super Mario brothers. And, and they were just getting so frustrated because they kept dying. And I'm like, ha ha, see these games actually do <laughs> take some effort. So I, I, man, I'm telling you it, that thing. Oh, if you can go, go back to that episode and see how I made that, that thing is awesome. It's just, and I still use it. And my wife and my wife and I sat for an entire day in Florida in a timeshare playing Mario brothers and Mike Tyson's punch out. And then I, I did also play some tech mobile. Um, so it's just really good. Now I do not just officially, I do not support nor ask you to (laughs) go and download illegal software of the game ROMs. You should buy them and own them. Thank you. The uh, if you want to get that episode, oh, go to theaverageguy.tv <laughs> slash hgg three five four. We'll get you there back to uh, yeah, back to May of twenty twenty eighteen. 
before the whole crypto. That's even before the crypto craze. I know. Think about this. This is before crypto became a thing for you, Jim. That's how how good (laughs) paying attention to when I get to come in. Sometimes we find some good stuff. I know. But but I've evolved now. Right. I've evolved. I've evolved into. I've decided, Jim. While and I don't know why. I why did I decide in the time frame that I am not traveling to make the investments and figuring out mobile gaming better. I, I have no idea why this is the case, but I, I here's the thing. I, I believe, this is just my belief, that you can believe what you want to believe, but I'm going to believe what I believe. I believe that this is the year, Jim. <laughs> this is the year that we're going to be able to get out of our house. I think so. Uh, I think and so, so. I, I feel like I'm making an investment in the future. So just like episode... Uh, 354. What I'm about to lay on you is the thing that will help you beyond in the years to come, Jim. And so what I've been really focused on is my son is super in like I don't know if I had told you about this, but my son when we when COVID hit, one of the things I sat down is I said I want my son who's going to be stuck at the house and he can't do anything. I want him to take an interest in things that I like. So I told him, "I'll pay for you." to get a desktop if you will build a computer and I will sit down with you. We will pick out the parts together. I'll let you make all the decisions and you, but in, but you have to build it. And he, and he agreed to do it and he loves it. He, we can't get him to play with the Xbox mm-hmm. series X because he's too busy because you know what he did with his money over the, over the summer, he decided that he wanted, he came up to me, he goes, dad, I want a new monitor. I'm like, why, why do you want a new monitor? He goes, because I need more FPS dad. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like proud dad moment. Right. And so he built, he built him a computer and he, he's got a full on gaming rig with RGB and everything. And then he wanted gaming desk for his uh, birthday and he's got the whole setup and he loves to play computer games. And so I decided I was like, well, I like gaming. He likes gaming. So Maybe I should figure out some of this, especially like if from in the RV, how can we do this? And I don't really want to do the whole Xbox thing all the time because it's a pain. Um, so what I ended up doing is I got a hold. Uh, so I know a lot of people here are like Apple people, but Apple hates uh, for you to do anything fun. So <laughs> so they won't allow that's, game that's streaming. That's not true, but it is kind of true. Yes. Yeah. It is. So. So if you, you can kind of see here, uh, if you got the video, if you don't have the video, I have this thing here, which is the Samsung Galaxy Tab S7 with the keyboard thing. Uh, and by the way, you can, if you get the keyboard thing, it comes off and there's still the thing attached to the back, which holds the pen and also gives you like a surface type of thing. But this thing is actually just held on by magnets as well. But the the thing is and i'm hitting all kinds of buttons on it um what i've done is i got this thing because you can run you can run game pass ultimate on it and with you doing that you can basically turn this into an xbox and you know with me working at microsoft we got to play with it before everybody kind of got it and everything so I knew it was coming and 
you needed to be on Android and stuff like that. So, so I got this thing and we've been playing Xbox on it through uh, game pass, which is pretty awesome. And then all you really need to be able to do it is you need a Xbox controller. And when you do an Xbox controller, there is a, there is a secret to knowing whether or not it supports Bluetooth or not. It has a lot to do with the, the, where the shiny parts are. On, on it. So, and I think I covered that in one of the episodes. It probably was in the 345 one um, or 354, 354 one yep. um, where we kind of talked about this. So what you want is you want the Bluetooth edition of it, which if you buy any of the new ones, they're all Bluetooth capable. And then you just pair it up and you've got yourself sort of like a portable gaming system that you can walk around with and, and play. And now they've even got the EA games on it, which is really nice. So uh, my son will play Madden and all that type of stuff. I would say for shooters, mm, depends on your connection. Um, if you want, if if you're on Wi-Fi, you're you're not going to have any problems with it. If you're on an LTE connection, it'll work. If you have a good signal, if you've got a good LTE signal, you won't have any issues with it. But you know, it'll just be that one time when you you go in for the the kill shot and you're like, Argh! so so. Think of it like I really like Ori and um, games and stuff like that on it. it. It's really, really awesome. And so the difference is if you'll click on that see all plans there, Jim, uh, I think one of the things a lot of people will ask about is the difference between like Ultimate and the others. And the big difference between it is that if you'll sign up for Ultimate, um, and my recommendation is I think there's a way to do it um, where you can do it for a year, you'd have to look and see. But in general, what the difference is, is that you get the ability to have the games for your PC and you get it where you can play it streaming and you get it on the Xbox. So you get all of those mediums for all of the games. And so it's it's really, really nice because you you can, don't think of it like it replaces an Xbox. I don't. I think that was the mistake of Stadia in my opinion, is Stadia is like this whole, oh, we're going to replace everything. You don't even need a gaming console. I don't feel that you can handle the latency for like if you're really into shooters and stuff. But if you're on the road and you want to play and you don't want to deal with that, then A, you can install it on your PC and you can do it that way. Or if it's not offered on that, then you can stream it from the cloud. And if you're on a Wi-Fi connection, it's going to be pretty good. Um, I mean, it's going to be like what you would get in Stadia, maybe a, maybe a little better. Um, so I think those type of things coming out and the whole move toward the cloud being able to extend it, I don't think you want to say that's my only way of doing it. But when you're out and about and you want to play a game, you want to play Madden, you and you want to play against other people. Like, Because the other thing is you can you can literally play against all of your buddies on on Xbox Gold uh, and everything, so you, it's it's kind of nice that you can do that. Now I will say that um, the other little hidden gem. So I bought it for that. That was the reason I bought it. And I had the uh, S5e before the Galaxy uh, Tab S5e. And I, I'm just going to go ahead and give you one of the things I'd recommend. That if it, I'm going to talk a lot about Samsung stuff, uh, Samsung does this thing that is sort of like Apple, but in my opinion, better. And and let me explain what I mean by that. The Galaxy Tab S5e 
they gave me almost as much as I paid for it to trade it in for this other device. Mm. So when I have like, I put in the show notes how much these things cost. I'll give you an example when I get to the, to the phone line, um, because I feel like that, that gives you an idea of how much they will give you if you will stay with them because they're way more competitive than Apple is uh, in, for the most part. So, but what they, what I got is I got that keyboard case on it and I ended up with something I didn't expect, Jim. Have you ever heard of something called Dex? No. Mm-mm. So Dex is this thing Samsung's done where you can make Android where it looks like windows and it has like overlaying window capability and mm-hmm. the apps can run and it, and it basically turns it into sort of a desktop. And so when you get, unlike an iPad, which I have an iPad Pro as well back here, um, the iPad, even if you get the keyboard, it still doesn't really have a touchpad or anything. And even if you do have that, it's, it's like a mouse experience. It's not a real mouse experience. On Android, it's full-on like a PC. And then, and so when you put this keyboard on it, you that I had it had something I don't know if you noticed that this keyboard cover has a trackpad so you hit a key combination on this thing and it converts it into dex mode and you can actually feel like you're running a real full-on computer system it's running android apps and you had the limitation of that but in general you you can kind of make do with it being a compute computer like device. I don't want to say it's a computer. It's, it's better than an iPad pro when it comes to productivity because I can have floating windows and I can move them side by side. So I could have a chat app and my mail app open and at the same time, and I'm seeing them and I'm not doing this weird split screen thing. It's in windows like, and I could minimize it and just like in a, a regular windows or Macintosh operating system. So so I think that was actually an unseen kind of cool thing I got. Um, but that was, I think that's kind of cool to do that. And that was where I started down this mobile thing. And I was like, hey, that's cool. It, maybe I should go bigger. <laughs> and so, of course, where did I go next, Jim? I was like, well, I got I to gotta do it when I'm driving in the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, the, and we're on a road trip. And the kids are in the back of the Tesla and, and I wanted to make it where like I could have a way to play to play like when I'm on the road. So I had tested this thing with LTE. I knew it would work and I knew it would work pretty good. Maybe not for a shooter, but like I said, I like games that are a little less that way whenever I'm mobile. And my kids had, uh, what do you call that? Uh, switch. They had a switch. And a switch is cool. It's great. I don't really want to buy rebuy every game. And I don't know, maybe I'm being cheap, but I don't really think what I do is cheaper. Um, so what I ended up deciding to do is I have uh, this phone, which that I keep. So it, for those that have, have, haven't kept up with me, I, I always keep an iPhone and an Android phone. And I always stay on the most popular one, which this is a Galaxy S25G, and this is a iPhone 11 Pro. My iPhone I upgrade once every two years. My Android phone I upgrade every year. 
and I'll explain why in a sec. But what I did is I took this thing when I had and I had it and I said, let's go for a mobile experience that would allow me to play games. And we started off with like pairing the Bluetooth controller to it and and having like a little thing to hold it up. And that really doesn't doesn't scale. So then what we decided to do. Dwayne, this is, is on the 21. This is on the S21 that you're doing this. Yeah, it's on the, well, no, this is the S20, okay? okay? So what I ended up getting is something called, I, I started looking at, well, how can I do this and make it more like a switch, if you must? Because I like the idea of the switch, but I just feel like it's wasted space in my bag. Mm-hmm. So what I ended up getting is this, which is called a Razer Kishi. And it actually won like a lot of awards in CES um, a few years, I think about a year ago. and it has these latches and it lets go in the back and the back piece comes off and you can see it's stretchy. Does that make sense? And then inside of it has a USB-C connection. And the way that it works is you just take your, you take your phone and I'm going to put the, the Samsung phone in there. And now you have something that looks like a switch and it's powered through the USB-C. Now, some people will ask, well, what about charging it? And it does have a power output right back here. Um, and so all of that is great. And you end up with the thumbsticks and everything. And you got rockers and all that. So so it's actually really cool to do this. And the, pro- the only issue I had with this is that the phone that I got, I got the small version of the Samsung phone. And I was like, well, you know, now that I'm doing this, it, it wouldn't be bad to have a bigger screen um, to do it. But I will say, if this is running that ladder case, if you know, Lou later or later case, whatever you want to call it, I don't know. Um, I run those because they are always thin. Um, so pretty much I had this thing. And then my son, I decided that I wanted to check out for him. And yes, they make an iPhone version. The only difference is xCloud, or I guess it's not xCloud, it's uh, Game Pass Ultimate, is not available on on Apple devices because Apple won't allow it in their app store. And They're so, against fun, Dwayne. They are against fun. They don't like me. And, <laughs> and so, and so I, that began the path of me saying, I think, uh, I think this year I'm probably going to move off of an Apple iPhone. Um, and they, you know, it, you know, whatever, maybe they watch this jump uh, cause they watch your show all the time. Oh, totally. And, and I get, I get calls from Tim cook all the time. Like, Hey, well, well, the other problem was my son can't, couldn't play Fortnite anymore. So he can't play Fortnite. You can't play, uh, the, you know, X, the, what do you call it? Uh, game pass ultimate. Sorry, they, they called it XCloud for so freaking long inside of Microsoft that it's tough for me. Uh, so anyway, so what what I would say is just be aware. Um, I do believe that this is going to come to a resolution. I, I believe that there will be a way that we will work around this. And so will other game streaming services on the iPhone. Um, I anticipate it'll probably be through the web uh, over time. I think that's uh, the current thought process I've heard of. Um, but in general, just be, you know, that's kind of the, 
the negative on an iPhone is that you can't do that. So now, mm-hmm. you know, what you see is my son wants my Android phone all the time. So what I had, what I did do is because, and this is where I wanted to go with the whole Samsung thing. So this is the, I just got it. Matter of fact, Jim, we rescheduled, right. For, for this to arrive. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is the galaxy Let's see, what is it? the Galaxy S21 Ultra 5G? <laughs> Their naming is horrible. Anyway, so so this is the Mac Daddy phone, and I waited to get the special color, which is why Jim couldn't talk to me last earlier. Um, and, and Jim, you wouldn't have talked to me anyway earlier because they with the snowstorm, it delayed this thing uh, massively getting delivered. And when I went to go, I, like I said, I always upgrade my Android phone every year with Samsung. And I just want to give you context to the deal that Samsung was running when this phone came out. Okay. So this is the Galaxy S20 and this is the 21. This phone, which keep in mind, I traded in the S10 to get this phone. They, I think I might have paid around $400 to trade to get this phone. Samsung gave me $700 on trade for this phone to trade to this phone. And if you wanted to get the old, the, the other phone, like the, the lower end ones, this still give you $700. But the other thing to get you to take this phone over their lower end phones, they gave me $200 of additional stuff that I could buy accessories from their store that you could go and buy. So in the end, they gave me $900 for a phone that I paid $400 for a year ago. And, and in, and in return, I ended up with this thing and which is by the way, the higher end phone. So in the end, I think I paid about 550 bucks for this thing. Uh, and the cameras on it, I'll, I'll just give you the quick, the cameras are insane. Uh, on the thing and with the 200 bucks that they gave me to be able to get this thing I had the ability to pick up some other things that I normally I normally wouldn't even buy to be honest with you and that was these which are the the pro uh, air headphones that basically are their competitors to the iPod pros Um, they're not as good as iPod pros but they're they're for free, I'll take them any day. And so I have the black ones of those. And the S, when you open it up, it does all the crazy things like um, like an iPod would. And then they also gave me this, which is a, a controller with a clip mechanism here. So if you don't like the Kishi, because it's more like a it, it's it's more like the Nintendo Switch style. If you're more into, I want it to feel like a real Xbox controller, then this is what they they would they basically would give this to you for free, and this is rechargeable and Bluetooth, and it has a clip mechanism that holds on. You can pull this off and use it as an Xbox controller if you want, um, but it has this little stretchy clip thing. Now I've tested this and I've tested the Kishi. I personally prefer using the Kishi because it takes up a little less room, but I believe, and I don't like this clipping thing. It seems like it'll hit the power button a lot. Um, so is it a bad deal? I mean, the things, 
$70 normally. And not only that, they also packaged it with three months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate to come with it. So I got all of that with the phone, $700 in trade, and I got this. So that now when I take this and I put it into the Kishi, it it will pretty much do it. Notice that it's not in a case. So the negative on this phone is that this phone has a massive camera bump. I don't know if I can make it be seen. Hold on, let me let me uh, let me zoom in on you. Yeah, it's got a massive camera bump right here, which makes well, the phone so really. So does the iPhone fat. 12. So does the iPhone 12. But it, I don't think it goes all the way to the rim like this. And so uh, no, but it, and so the it's still fatness. pretty wonky here, Dwayne. I mean, I had, I have a case that overcomes the bump. Oh but, yeah. You know, well, the, the issue, the, it will fit into the Kishi, but you got to take it out of the case to be, be able to make it do it. Uh, and I, and like I said, I'm running the thinnest case that I can get, um, which is that this one, the, the case from blue lighter. Um, and so that's the only negative, but I will say that it runs insanely well. It's got Wi-Fi six, and I and like I said earlier, I upgraded my home to Wi-Fi six, which means that I can get the full gigabit speeds over wireless Wi-Fi to my internet connection, and it, it it's really amazing. I, I mean, this is the the most compelling thing I've ever seen to make me want to get off of an iPhone. And I will say that it, as long as you don't mind it being a big phone, like if you're a big phone person. Take a look at it because you can sideload your applications. You can get Fortnite. You can get all the Microsoft stuff on it. it even the Kishi even gives you a game launcher uh, and, and everything. So I, I just feel like you can put a launcher on it that works with your controller and stuff. Like you just don't get that kind of stuff on the Apple side. Will the Apple one work? Yes. If you play little shooters, you will be the best person playing shooters on your iPhone ever. If you go get a Kishi and people will be pissed at you. Um, but again, I think that it's sort of like a really interesting thing as we start to play in that. So the last thing I did, Jim, that I wanted to bring up is that I got these and I was like, man, I don't know. Am I really going to, cause you asked like, what is in my bag? And, and the one thing is I travel so much. And uh, when I was before that, I kind of think about like what's going to go in my laptop bag and what's not going to make the cut. And I've got so many things in my bag that it just gets really heavy. And <laughs> what I've been running in the past. Um, and you ever, matter of fact, you ever lose something in your bag that like, yeah, <laughs> you for, or you forget, you forgot you even had it. You, you're going back through your bag and you're like, Oh, I forgot I had these things. So, Jim, I just I have been, I've been so bad at this that I have put something in my bag. Matter of fact, I have it I have it right here. Um the case for my for my Jabra headset. Yeah. That you know cuz it sits inside. It sits inside like this, right? And so I have literally lost the case inside my bag and I had to buy another case. And then when I found it, I found it in my bag on a trip two months later and went, Holy crap. I had to buy that stupid thing. Now I have two of them. <laughs> so, so I'm literally like, uh, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. And, and it's crazy that your bag gets to that level. So that's why I'm like, I I'm kind of trying to control it a bit, which is why the Kishi might not make the cut. It might be that I end up with this in it because of the fact that I can use this, uh, to plug into the, um, into the raspberry Pi. Because it's an Xbox controller with a USB connection. So 
what I was using, and if you go back to, I think it was like 431. I'm just going to double check this. I think in 431, yep, we talked about this. We talked about the Jabra Elite Active 65Ts. I had bought those. Now, since then, uh, I picked up the 75Ts. And I know people are going to be like, well, why the heck did you do that? And it's because I'm an idiot and I don't want to carry more than one, more chargers than I have to. And these have USB-C and the 65s had micro USB and I got tired of carrying that thing around. So these open up and they've got the little view and everything, but they did something with these while I owned them, Jim, which was, I couldn't believe that they did this. They actually put out a firmware update that added active noise cancellation to them after they shipped them. Mm. I have never, and I'm not talking like, like, Oh, a couple of weeks or a couple of months. I'm talking almost like eight months later, I get a firmware update that added active noise cancellation to these things. And, and I was like, that's pretty crazy. And so I started going, well, can I compare these two and which ones are better? And here, here's the answer, boys and girls. If you get these for free, Take them all day and run with them. These are what? If you get what? The the Samsung Pros. These things, they're great. They have a feature in them that I really like, which is they'll – have you ever been to an airport or you're wanting to talk to somebody and your earphones are on and you can't hear yourself and all that type of stuff? Those have a feature where if you you start talking, it turns the volume down and turns on the ambient noise amplified so you can hear yourself through and hear the person who's talking to you. And then when you shut up for 10 seconds, which never happens for me, um, <laughs> they turn back on and they and they actually turn back on the noise cancellation and everything. And they do it completely seamlessly. You don't touch anything. That is pretty freaking cool. Yeah. They're almost worth putting in my bag just for the airport. Right. But these suckers. Which are? Which are the Jabras. Right. Oh, sorry. I know. I, I, we're on McCabe, audio. Listen, McCabe just busted my chops a couple weeks yes. ago that I, I, I don't do enough audio cues. So I'm just trying Thank to you. I'm You're... trying to adhere to the McCabe. So the <laughs> McCabe. <laughs> you're just you're you're killing me. So uh so the Jabra uh 75Ts, these suckers, I'm telling you. I, I went through this whole thing because I started calling my friends and I was and I was listening to music and I kept flipping on Spotify and I flipped the same song on and I and I have these Bose Quiet Comfort 35s, which is the my go-to for like on one, an airplane. Ones or ones or twos. I have the ones. The yeah, the too. twos weren't out yeah. when I got them. Yeah, me too. And those are like my favorite that I've ever owned, right? Mm-hmm. These sound almost as good. As the bows, they are actually more bass responsive and high end lively than I than you will ever believe. I cannot recommend these head the, the Jabra seventy five Ts any more than you could possibly imagine. And I'm and I'm actually wanting to see what happens with the eighty five Ts that have come out. But those things for hundred and forty nine bucks, you've got to be kidding me. And it will work on an iPhone. It will work on Android and they work all the same and they're made by Jabra and they've got good software. Everything is great. They have graphic equalizer controls and everything. The, the buttons and all that work really, really great on them. Uh, they do phone calls pretty well because they're made by Jabra. Um, but the thing, I, I don't like my ears to be plugged when I'm talking on the phone. So, but I will tell you that 
I started listening to them and I was like, will these things get out of my bag? Will I, will I actually make a change? Because I wanted some good ones to be able to play the game. So you can get the good bass mm-hmm. response when you go boom, boom, you know, and stuff. So I, I thought that was pretty funny that I didn't even expect to go into that stuff, but what the result was to yeah. this whole gaming thing. So I, I would say that, you know, if you're into it on the Android phone side, let's just say that you decide that you actually want to go mobile gaming. Don't go buy an expensive phone. I have taken a phone that I got in India made by a company called Vivo and tested using the Game Pass Ultimate on it. It doesn't use any of the compute on the phone. So you might as well, if you just want it for that, just throw it in. Like, you know, if you're trying to go all in one and you don't want to carry something i mean you could just go buy that and that be your gaming system you could probably get it for about the same price as you would pay for a kishi if you got the android version which is 79.99 if you got that and you got one of these go get a used two-year-old android phone that just make sure it's USB-C, and be able to pop that thing in and you would have yourself a mobile gaming system just like that, right? Oh. And and if you're wanting to even keep it even cheaper, you there is this new plan that Microsoft offered. I haven't really played with it, but it's basically if you want a new Xbox console, they will sell you an Xbox console plus the Game Pass Ultimate subscription for a monthly fee. And you get and then after a certain amount of time, you don't have to continue the subscription. Two years. I think it's two years. Yeah, I think it's two years. 35, and, 40 bucks. And if you're going to pay for game, game pass ultimate anyway, you might as well just do that. Yeah. Um, and so that way you have that you've already got, that ends up with a console, you get PC gaming, you get mobile gaming and everything. And you could do it for pretty cheap. I mean, you don't have to go have the best things. Now, if you're, like me and you're a gadget person and you want to know what's the king of the Android phone world. It's, it's this phone. I mean, I'm not kidding you. I really think it's this phone, but, um, but if, if you're not into that and you just want something to throw in your bag and play with it, because the other thing is it'll eat your battery when you're doing this. Uh, and when I say that it'll eat your battery because your screen's on, uh, you know, and such. So just be aware that that's going on. Um, one thing that I will bring up is that if you do go with the, the what was it called, Jim? I think they called this the MOGA, the Power A MOGA uh, XP5. Uh, this actually has a battery pack in it, and you can see there's plugs in the back. So it can actually plug in with a cable to your phone and power your phone from the battery pack on the controller. So if you want to look at something like that. I think that's kind of a cool concept. And like I said, if you also want to carry around your Raspberry Pi, this will work with it and you can use it on an Xbox if you'd like. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, there's all the cables for it right there. Um, And they give you the short ones so that you can plug it right into your phone and everything. So it's a, like I said, it's not a bad option if you're okay with the clippy uh, thing. And I think if people looking for a good way to do it, I mean, you're talking, you're in it for next to nothing. And, and if you're doing like me with a uh, Samsung, the thing was free basically with, an, and it came with three months mm-hmm. to try it out. So I, again, it really comes down to what you want, but I think uh, there's a lot going on in the space. I think we will see this get even more compelling over time. Um, you know, th- there's, there's some stuff that, 
I can't talk about, but I will say that absolutely gaming has become a major business for Microsoft. And so betting in that space is a really, a really good spot. And I think it's only going to be more and more value. It's just going to keep coming with more and more value. And I, I see that being the future of kind of how gaming is. It's not about, sure, you need to, you, you, you want to play on a console, you'll get the best experience on the console, but it's being able to bring that with you without having to bring that physical box with you like I'm doing with my RV. Um, and, you know, I, I feel like that's the thing. And, and Jim, when you get into a hotel room and you plug your phone in, think about this. You could take your phone and you carry an HDMI hookup for it. You plug that thing into your TV at the hotel and you have a Bluetooth controller like this and you're sitting over here and you're playing Xbox on your stuff without having to worry about any of the other stuff. I, I mean, the reality is I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And it works. And mm-hmm. it's it's pretty awesome if you start getting into the space. I, I think super innovative. Yeah. And I, I really think it's going to be awesome to see what happens there. A couple, take a breather for a second. A couple things uh, on this along these lines. One is I think they're offering a dollar for the first month, right? Uh, Xbox oh, yeah. game ultimate passes a buck. If you still, if you can't do, you know, a buck, if you actually use and you sign in with your Microsoft account, you use Edge and Bing to search. They have some Bing games. Good point. They have a whole rewards program. And I, I've gamed this thing before. You can get a couple thousand points. Well, you can get more than that in a month pretty easily. So you need, I think now it's like 12,000 points. Get you a free month. You can get that. Get the get the kids involved. Get the wife involved. Have fun with this. And uh, and you, you can get one month or three months. It's a way to do it. And kind of fun um sarah is actually a trivia she loves trivia so i used to sit down in the evenings and we'd go through all the trivia and i think you get i don't know 10 15 25 points whatever just for going through their trivia stuff and yeah. uh and so we had fun we had fun with that for a while so if you haven't uh, gone to that um uh give it a try uh Dwayne, you'd probably be shocked i'm actually um you know so you talked about some of your changes since i've seen you last uh-oh. I'm actually doing this on a Mac Mini M1. So the oh, PC, really? <laughs> the PC's gone. Mac Mini M1. You got an M1 close to you somewhere? What are you what are you showing me? Here, hold on. Let's let's zoom in. There you go. How, <laughs> when did when did you get it? How long have you had it? And have you had any monitor I, problems? I it? actually don't. So that's not why it's sitting there. Okay. That is not an M1. Oh, okay. That is a $300 eBay Express i7 with 16 gigs of RAM and a 500 gig SSD that I got for about, for 300 bucks. Yeah, yeah. And it got it loaded. I don't care that it doesn't run the latest thing because there's a piece of software called Air Message. If you haven't played with this, it gives you iMessage on your on your Android phone. Oh, nice. So that's why nice. it sits there. It's the server. Yeah, for my for my iMessage because I'm sick and tired of when I switch that I have to worry about am I blue bubble or green bubble? <laughs> well, well, it very similar. Uh, so you would not even recognize the the studio at this point. It's got you know, um, I bought the tw- I, I bought the twelve on the show uh, on launch day. Then this then I got I got some M1 Envy and I just wanted to have one, so I picked one up picked up one of those. And uh, and have been enjoying it so far. It's not. Listen, it's not without its flaws. Oh, you should some, you should get one of these. What do I got there? This is 
a Surface Duo. Have so, you liked it? You use it very much? So here's the crazy thing. Oh, hold it. Uh, open it. Open it back up. Oh, hold it back up to the screen. For okay. And talk about it. So so here here's what it looks like on that yeah. that side, and then it looks like this on this side. So there's no outside camera. Still selling those things? Can you even buy one? Yeah. Can you, you can get them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they're selling them for. I, I bought it from the employee store. Um, but here's the thing. Um, you know, it's it's better than an iPad Pro for productivity scenarios. I would use it, it, it. the The problem is the timing. The timing sucked for this because I got it right as soon as I couldn't travel, yeah. and it would be perfect for a travel thing to replace my iPad because it's so small. I can throw it in my pocket when I'm getting on the plane and just and then watching movies on it and everything, setting it up like like this or setting it like a tent where you fold it like a tent. Um, and everything, all of that stuff works great. Like it really does. I mean, can it be your phone? It can be your phone, but it, it's not a phone, um, in the sense of a phone. And I, I, it is the weirdest thing because you have to own one to get it. And it's an expensive thing to, to just go get right. Um, I mean, it, it's not inexpensive and I have the 256 one. What is the price point on it? it so right now they're wanting $1,100 for it. Bucks, yeah. And is it worth $1,100? Tough, tough one for me to answer. What I would say is if I was on the plane and I was doing those international flights, man, that would be nice because it can sit at any angle. I can flip it around. I, I mean, it really is nice. Uh, people who think that you're going to watch stuff across the, across the gap, no, uh, the fact that I can hit a button and have my calendar and my email side by side, like that really is a whole lot better than my iPad that only has my email on this big screen. So I, I just, it really annoys me that the timing of the COVID stuff hit. And so I can't really answer the question because yeah. I can't take it somewhere on a business trip like I want. And I think at a conference gym, it would be insanely good. Because you could have your schedule up and then you could be checking your email and just keep the schedule on one screen for the conference and stuff. And so it, it would be very helpful. And if you use LastPass, I know they're not mm -hmm. a sponsor for you anymore because no. I asked you about this, but, and LastPass, darn you, come back. Anyway, so. I just um, bought their premium, by the way. I just, I <laughs> bought their premium. So. Yeah, so did I. I, I yeah. <laughs> great product, even if yeah. they aren't a sponsor right. any longer. But Doing LastPass, you ever had that where you have an app and you got to open LastPass and you got to copy and paste the get it from the because the app's not intelligent enough right, to, to right. communicate or, what, or whatever. Oh, that thing is so nice because you have LastPass up and you go copy it and then drop it and then mm -hmm. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and so stuff like that is just really I, I don't know it. If we can travel again, Jim, I'll answer. The oh, question. we'll travel again, Dwayne. We'll travel. We'll so. we'll be out there again. We'll be out there again. Hey, we're going to, um, in the post, we're going to, so if you can, can you hang out with me for a little bit on post? We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll catch yeah. up with a little bit of your work. So if you're listening to the live show, if you're listening to the podcast version of this, head over to Patreon and, um, or, or actually head over to our live page. That's the best way to do it. Just search the average guy TV on YouTube and you can catch, like if you're listening to the audio and you're only getting the record show, you can catch the post show. We're going to, we're going to do a little bit of bonus content with Dwayne, talk a little bit about what's going on. And then, 
I, I, I didn't see this until we were halfway through the show. I do want to talk about this little SpaceX incident from yesterday. So hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we've got to talk about anything. that. <laughs> don't say anything. I want to uh, uh, save it for the end here. Uh, but, uh, but Dwayne, always appreciate your insight uh, on these things. And, and thanks for kind of catching us up. It's always fun. You've always got your hands in a ton of gadgets. Um, speak, speaking of that, uh, I just got my Sprint to T-Mobile conversion kit. So, um, you know, they, they merged. And it looks like we're going to stay pink at this point. So I think we're picking up all the pink from T-Mobile. But they sent me, I've never seen this before. They sent me new SIM cards. So huh. with with instructions, hold on, let me see if this is the, look at how's this for a box experience. Oh, hold on, that one was taped. Let's do this one. I cut the tape. There we go. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so For those on audio, uh, Jim yeah. has a thing <laughs> that looks like a credit card and he's pulling it out and it slides out the other side in like a, a common pattern that goes three wide. It's really yeah, cool. It's kind of cool. Well, oh, so over here is the SIM tool, right? Let's see. Let's let's see if I get the things right. Over here on the left-hand side is the SIM tool. So that's what I use to get into the phone. And then over here is the new SIM. They should make a wallet like this where you could put your ID like that. I know. It's kind of cool. Who are man. you? Boom. Yeah. Here, <laughs> here I am. So I got two of these, one for me and one for Samantha. And um, and I guess I'll be upgrading. They're saying we'll get better network connectivity when we make the upgrade. So, Jim, I have to I have to give us a plug for the next time because I, you and I talked about this. And the next time I come on, we are going to talk in the real show, the full show. You and I have to talk about my new infatuation with kitchen gadgets. Oh, yeah. So we need to talk. We need to do that because I have had some i mean i have some really cool stuff that i'm doing there i, I really okay. love sport where that's going might have to do a whole kitchen show with you that's so. what i'm saying no we need to do this yeah and 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 i think there's other you have another guest that's into this oh yeah we got a couple guests that are into this so it's uh it's it's super good well okay hold that thought one second let me close things up for the this part of the podcast and then we'll do some uh, some bonus content. For, don't forget, if you want to support us on Patreon or Supercast, I guess is what it is now, head out. Well, not what that is. Head out to Patreon, theaverageguy.tv slash Patreon if you want to join that. By the way, if you never want to, if you join us on Patreon, pay the five. There's a way of a $5 plan. I'll send you a little Home Gadget Geeks badge. And then uh, you'll also get the full pre and post show in that feed. It's just It's just a part of it, a simple way to get there. And get that done. So if you want to join us over there, you don't have to, but if you want to, uh, theaverageguy.tv slash Patreon. If you want to try us on Supercast, uh, or you just want to check it out, go to theaverageguy.tv slash Supercast. Kind of a Patreon alternative, so give it a try. If you want to join us in the Discord group, and you know Uyghur's pretty active out there, a lot of conversations going on. In fact, a big conversation, Unraid 6.9 just dropped. We'll have be talking about that next week when Uyghur gets back. A lot of that conversation going on in the Discord group. Uh, join us, theaverageguy.tv slash Discord. Still love to hear your message. So if you want to leave me a message, Jim Shoemaker left us a message last week or the week before. If you want to leave a message, anything, question, comment, whatever, head over to homegadgetgeeks.com, and there's a microphone in the bottom right-hand corner. Just click on it. you got 30 seconds. Leave us something funny, something serious. Leave us a question. We'd love to hear from you as well. As well, if you want to send me an email, jim at theaverageguy.tv. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jay Collison. And, and big thanks to uh, Jay, Jay Madison, who's our guest last week. 
Uh, I see Joe out there. Uh, Tony Rayner always posts the show has gone live. If you want to join us out there, Jay Collison. And actually, uh, uh, Tony, my you you tweeted that I was thinking about buying a, a Tesla Model 3. Uh, Dwayne, you and I were talking about that earlier. And my boss just liked it. So there's that. I'm sure I'm going to get a conversation about Oh, buying a Tesla, huh? So that's probably <laughs> that's probably coming up as well. My boss uh, sometimes watches the Does show. Does it really drive itself, Jim? Well, he's he's <laughs> either he's got one or he's thinking about getting one. So we've we've got uh, I'm sure I'll have a conversation there about that. Then don't forget the average guy.tv platform both web and media hosting powered by Maple Grove Partners. Get secure, reliable, high-speed hosting from people that you know and you trust. You know that's Christian. Check out the plan start as little as $10 a month uh, to get you kind of get you up and running on, I think, some of the best hosting in the land. Check it out, maplegrovepartners.com. We are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at theaverageguy.tv slash live. Dwayne, I wish I had someone to bring me a beer because I could use one right now. We'll be back. You're we'll over be, there. <laughs> yeah. Could you? Oh, it's, it's funny a, if it went actually through. <laughs> hold on. We, we do this. You know, we'll do yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> We're back next Thursday uh, with Uyghur and some uh, Unray talk. With that, we'll say goodbye. Everybody.